from the Buena Vista Theater on board the beautiful Disney Dream, this is the Diz Unplugged. special edition of the Diz Unplugged coming to you from Podcast Cruise 3.0. I'm Pete Werner, joined by my wonderful team, Kathy Whirling, <laughs> Teresa Eccles, Walter Eccles, Kevin Close, John Magi, Corey Martin, and Julie Martin. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about uh, our experiences on board this phenomenal cruise. We've had, I hope you've had a great time. Uh, we've had a great time. Um, we're going to be joined a little later on by the cruise director, uh, Natalie Bailey. Also, a little later on, our Diz Unplugged Disneyland team is going to take the stage and talk to you for a little while. Yay! And at the end of it all, we're going to give away some stuff. But you have to be here to win. (laughs) So, all right, I know we have some housekeeping, so let's get to that. Who wants to go first? I got it. Teresa. Crap load of housekeeping. Oh, listen. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Okay. Hang on. It's a little crap load. It's a little crap load. All right, we want to thank everybody who came on our chick walk on the first castaway day. Yes, thank you. Awesome turnout. Uh, we'd had like 60 some people. Yeah. It was amazing. It was hot. I was the last one across the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> but we have some prizes too. And we're, you're going to get them right now. So hopefully you have your raffle tickets with you. Pull them out if you got them. Can I, can I say that out? Okay. <laughs> the first one. <laughs> All righty. The first one is, actually it's third place. Is five three three four two five. What do they win, Teresa? William, show them what they've won. <laughs> oh, Hydroflask. Disboards.com Hydroflask. Wow. <laughs> Much covered. Coming soon to we a website near you. Prize we have, handlers. We have Disney. No. I said I love yeah. that we have prize, prize handlers. handlers. We do. This is my, my Carol Merrill. <laughs> okay, um, the second one, let me check it up. Get a good one out of here. Oh, hold on a second. You know who I forgot? I'm sorry. You know who I forgot to introduce on the camera is Dustin West. (laughs) Sorry, Dustin. All right. Number two on our little list is 533487. 487. Boo, they're not here. No one. That prize prize. gets returned and I get the cash back. No, 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 no. (laughs) 533468. 468. Come on. Okay. Come on, people. I don't like that number. didn't look good. (laughs) 533469. Another person. Let's see what Yvette has won. She has won a lovely hydroflask. All right. Yay. Now, our main prize, which is a tote bag from the Space 
it was a, a our gift Space is Coast. something that represents Teresa and I. So, that so what represents you, you, Kathy? A box of tissue paper. <laughs> <laughs> I have some stuff from the Space Center. We have a um, fifteen dollar iTunes card, so you can watch movies mm -hmm. or do whatever. A couple like disposable cameras. De yeah, disposable cameras. Disposable and Teresa, tissues. your part. And representing me is like five pounds of M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> And the lucky winner is five three three four five zero. Ooh! Yeah! Yay. Yay! So that is. Um, wow. That's it for the the walk, Kathy. You got some housekeeping too, don't you? Yes, we're going to announce the names of the people who won the auction items and. Just wanted to thank everybody. We ended up, I think, with like 46, 47 items. We also have an item that came in at the last minute that we didn't add to our auction, but we'll put it up on the boards. It's a New England prize pack for the, the meat in Hotel September. Hotel package. Yes. Oh, wonderful. So you can oh, wow, that's bid nice. on that. But we're going to go down the list, and I'm going to go fast, and I do apologize. We, first, do we have a tally of how much we raised? I you thought ready? I'd save that to the end. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have to build the suspense. So let's start go. building. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but anyway, if I mispronounce your name, I'm sorry. And now my screen just went. Okay, there we go. The first one was the counted cross stitch, and I want to thank everybody who donated. That went to Art Carter in room 9154. Yeah. Thank you. Very much. Um, I'm going to yeah, oh, save your gonna, outburst until yes, the end. Yes. Yeah, I think we're not. The second one was a photo that I had taken in Epcot that went to Dr. Glenn. Okay. And the next one is a Broadway autograph poster from Avenue Q that went, Kevin is the <laughs> oh. winner on that. Oh, the next one is Pete's <laughs> Kingdom where he's standing in Epcot. That one went to Art Carter. The um, NASA items, the bid wasn't met on that one. The next one is the sad little crab cake photo. That went to Christopher Wing. We had a snow globe that went Cheryl DeLackey one. We have the Disney Dream Maiden Voyage items that went to Amber Fair. And Katie's gonna be outside later that you can pay cash check. Okay, the next one is the Four Parks lithograph that went to Colleen Toomey. We have the Disneyland Paris vase, and that went to William Rubenstein. We have the Pinocchio pin set, that went to Scott Shaw. We have a fantasy hand, went to Matt Dobrovolsky. We have a <laughs> tote bag that Denise Trawicki won. Pete won the leather bag. Because I need another one. Yeah, <laughs> you need another one. Oh. Did I, did I pass you? Yeah, I you passed, passed up the, up. Yes, the spend time with Teresa. I guess I was building for the suspense. Okay. <laughs> Kathleen and Neil Grinnell won that one. Okay. Down, okay, leather bag. The autograph book went to Teresa Eccles. Disneyland Paris collectible items went to Pete. The Taste of Alaska basket went to Liz Travis. The San Francisco Vinylmations went to my daughter Katie. The autographed Kevin Kidney, Jody Daly plate went to Pete Warner. We have the Wilderness, <laughs> Wilderness Lodge messenger bag went to Jackie Urban. The Storyteller's print by Noah went to Michael Fair. 
the Alani Vinylmation and the postcards went to Annette Parks. The autographed Vinylmation went to Linda and John Andrews. We had a, a custom painting went to Bonnie Crate. If I said that right. We have the package of sandwich bags went to Peter Mummy, Mama. The other package of sandwich bags went to Kristen McWilliams. We like had... Were these like oh, glass? Like glass? Yeah. Oh. No. They were no, awesome. they were the like... Ziploc kind. Good <laughs> 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 auction. No, they were adorable and little they, bags. And they got on me about wanting to auction off Walter's gardening shoes. No. They unfortunately fell apart they before They were homemade, reusable bags They're with actually Disney really prints on. They're oh, real cute. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know what they were. Okay, continuing on, we had the, the <laughs> power through, get the power through. Today. Okay, the hair ribbons went to Carla Giardino and Gilchrist. We have the dream inaugural hand, Katie won that. The Tokyo Disney windbreaker went to Barbara Potter. The custom print, Denise Trawicki. The limited edition Disneyland Paris dolls went to Carol Weller. The Disney Pocket Watch went to John Stangler. The Diz Unplugged T-shirt went to Liz Travis. The limited edition pins went to Christy Holly Holland. Excuse me. Okay, we're down to the Apollo vest went to Christopher Wing. The cast member items went to Scott Shaw. The autograph by the podcast wooden box went to John Grigas. The Kevin Kidney Jody Daly Dumbo pins went to Carol Weller. There was another autograph book went to Donna Crate, the Disney Holly, do Holly Dolls, Hollywood Holiday Dolls went to Jackie Urban. The volunteer pin went to Scott Shaw. The Art of Animation sneak peek framed item went to Michael Hunt. The Disneyland Paris lanyard went to Joyce Ritchie. We have a Cars Land prize pack went to Amber Fair. My second Epcot photo went to Benny Trimble, and the final item, we had a scrapbook that Benny Trimble won. So, is everybody ready for the total? Yeah. Okay, we raised $3,477.99. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Pete? Yep. I have one thing to say. Do you know what the highest price item was? What was? <laughs> and I think somebody should have auctioned off a session with a psychiatrist. <laughs> um, I just want to say, um, I, I know I won a couple of those items. Um, uh, I was trying to run the price up on what we, what we raised. Um, for the items that I won, whoever was second, uh, if you're willing, to pay what you bid, I'm going to pay what I bid, but I'm going to let, if you want to pay what you bid, you can have the item. <laughs> plus, plus, since Walter and I didn't actually put anything up for auction, we're gonna throw in another $500 to what you, uh, to what you raised. Oh, thank, thank you. you, thank you. So, I mean, and I, and I really, I was going to do it a little later on, but let me do it now. Say thank you to Kathy and Teresa for putting this together. It was awesome. It was awesome. All right, what else do we have? Anything? Anyone? Oh, I have another one. If you want to come back down here to the okay. end of the table. 
I just want to let everybody know the hospitality room, midship deck five, where we had the auction, will be open this afternoon from two to four. Um, Tracy Heinrichs will be there if you have any questions. If you want to stop by, some of the team will be there. I also will have um, extras from what was in the gift bags. If you want, if something you, you were missing or something you need an extra of, stop by and I'll take care of it. Excellent. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, I, I have another one too. Oh. <laughs> Okay. What else Honey, we got a limited amount of time. Can we give her to the Disneyland show? <laughs> <laughs> I need to. Thank you. You're so sweet. Focus. I need to announce the winners of the fish extender and the door decorating contest. More prizes. Okay. 42 rooms participated in the fish extender and gift exchange. Everybody, thanks to everybody for that. Um, everyone on Podcaster who added their names to the What's Your Room? thread on the boards was included in the door decorating contest. Here's the winners. Honorable mention for the fish extender was room 8008 Mike, and that's Mike 2023, Mike and Amber. Honorable mention, they get a prize. <laughs> they here? No? There they are. Oh, there they are up there. In the middle. Sorry, up to the back, Mr. Rubenstein. The prize boys have found them. The prize yeah. boys. And they're getting two um, <laughs> reusable totes. The other winner for the door decorating in this in the honorable mention category is room 5186. That's Fast 43, Scott and Vonda and family. Yay. Second prize for the Give Kids the World Beach Totes. The Fish Extender Prize goes to 9136, Epcot Eric, Eric Lynn and family. And the door winner for this second prize is 101.50 Yvette Namil. They get a lovely beach tote. First prize winner would get um, Give Kids the World lunch bag and a $100 gift card thanks to Dreams. The fish extender winner is 10044 Mini Omni Joyce, Josh, and Caitlin. You're here, raise your hands. And the door winner is 8008 Mike Zero 2023, Mike and Amber. First prize. Cool. Lots of cool doors out there. I got around as many as I could. Amazing the way the decorating them and it was fantastic. Okay, I'm done. Are you sure? I oh, hang on. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Really? Yep. All right, well that's it for our show, everyone. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you for joining Thank you for coming. Kevin has a... I have one. Tomorrow, unfortunately, we all have to get off the ship. I know. Nobody wants to. Uh, The buses will depart at 9 a.m. from the loading area out front of the terminal. Uh, Somebody will be stationed just outside the glass doors. Once you leave the terminal, somebody will be stationed at the security gate. And Sean and William... Where are Sean and William? Sean and William will be outside at the buses. So if you have any questions, uh, they are going to ask to hold your luggage before you get on the bus. And what they're going to do is they're going to load the local bus, the one that's going to the different hotels. They're going to ask you to load your luggage according to stop. Apparently last year, everybody just put luggage under the bus and it was quite a long time trying to sort luggage out at each stop. We're going to load the luggage according to which stop is first. That will be the last luggage in. So yeah, and the buses will be departing at nine. So get out there. All right, thank you. Uh, I just want to mention, I don't know if everybody knows this or not, but we had a family who had a medical emergency on the ship. 
the Andersons. I want to let everybody know that uh, was the husband, and he's doing fine. He's out of the hospital. Um, unfortunately, they had to leave the ship. They went to NASA, but they're going to continue their vacation at Walt Disney World. So we wish them the best. And I also want to uh, just mention that um, we're happy that our business partner, Donna LaFever, is here with us on this cruise. Donna had a health scare this year. And um, we're very happy that she's here. It means uh, the world to us that she's been able to join us on this cruise. She had to miss a cruise because of her health scare. So, Donna, we love you. Yeah. Stand up and wave. There she is. There she is. God bless her. She doesn't know where she is. What's even worse, though, is I had to miss a cruise because of her oh. health scare. <laughs> and it really is important when it inconveniences us. I know. I know. That just makes it that much more of a tragedy. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Because um, I, I do want to say something about Disney Cruise Line and these situations, both with Donna's health scare and with what happened with the Andersons. They were so magnificent when, because you know, it happened, Donna's health scare happened days before her cruise. And Cruise Line was amazing. Uh, with the Andersons, not only were they fantastic in dealing with them on the ship, but when they had to get off the ship, they sent two cast members with them. One to take care of the kids, one to be with her wherever she had to go. They didn't have to do this. Another reason why we love them. So Disney Cruise Line, really, really, really cool. Really cool, and we're really glad that he's He's doing well, and he's out of the hospital. They'll be able to resume their vacation in Orlando. So, That's anything it for else? Me. Anything else? Oh All wait, right. hang on. No, I'm, I'm kidding. No, please, <laughs> I'm coming down there, woman. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, let's. Um, I know we have some rapid fires to do. Would like to go. First. Let's start with me. All right. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here. I don't have anything to say. So, um, I'm just going to talk about the Small World Nursery, which we've been calling Small World School. Um, Ferris goes to school on a regular basis. Finley doesn't, and she loves visiting Ferris's classroom. So that's why we've called it school. They have been wonderful to our children. Um, dropping them off is usually pretty seamless. You arrive ten minutes early. They get you all checked in, armbands, name tags. Um, picking them up is usually pretty easy as well. You just have to make sure that you provide. Diapers, wipes, cups, security items, and label everything, which that's not too hard if you're a mom, because most moms are pretty organized. And they always have everything all bagged up and ready to go when it's time for us to pick them up. We've had one cast member in particular um, that Finley and Ferris have taken to, and her name is Chloe. She's from the UK. And to hear Ferris or Finley say her name is so adorable. And they were hugging and kissing her yesterday when they were leaving. It was super sweet. So I just want to say that the nursery staff has been wonderful. All the ladies in there are great. So um, any of you who have small children, I'm not sure if you have taken advantage of the nursery or not. I suggest that on your next cruise, you do so, because this was our first time. <laughs> and this was coming from somebody that did not want to do this initially. I was just going to say. Yeah. yeah, because this is Ferris's third cruise, and it's the first time he's ever been in the nursery. <laughs> mm. I guess I got brave after he started going to school. So, I was gonna do a um, I was gonna do a segment about um, 
what did you forget to pack since we're both using gift shop toothbrushes? But, <laughs> but we only have till 12 o'clock, so I'll skip over that. Um, we did bring Ferris and Finley's toothbrushes, though, just not ours. Yeah. <laughs> Little tiny pink toothbrushes. Uh, um, I, I just want to say that I've always been a fan of stateroom, um, staterooms with verandas. That's, uh, that was before we had uh, two toddlers in our room. We were at Castaway, the ship was about to take off, and Julie's getting dressed, and she looks over, she's like, have you seen my hairbrush? I'm like, no, she said Ferris had it. <laughs> so I look over from deck nine, and there's a little hairbrush <laughs> at Castaway. So I'm, I'm yelling off the, off the balcony to a crew member, trying to sign hairbrush. <laughs> so, I mean, it, Julie was like flipping out because you know you only bring one hairbrush, <laughs> so I had to run down there and uh, grab her hairbrush before the ship took off. At least the crew member saw it. He grabbed it. He was going to bring it up to us, and Corey said, "No, I'll run down." Yeah, so the that, ship was that door has leaving. stayed closed for the for the remainder of our yeah. ship. Yeah. <laughs> no more verandas for us. We'll do an inside room. It was like on the dock. It was just yes, yeah, it like bounced dock. off of the lifeboat and then onto the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, Ferris has quite an arm. He loves yeah. to throw balls and things. So I knew when I saw that I didn't see it in the room and he had had it. I'm like, it's gone. <laughs> That's At funny because that day Teresa says, "Is it raining hairbrushes?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that she meant. <laughs> so all right, thank funny. you, Corey. <laughs> John. Um, when I look at the boards and I read the boards about people who do Disney Cruise Line and they talk about their favorite cast member, I've never had that experience. I always thought that was a little crazy. Oh, you know, Sergio's going to be our waiter. We want him to be our waiter every time. I never got that. I got that this cruise. There's a woman up in the Meridian Bar who I want to take home with me. <laughs> Ivana? Yes. Oh, she's awesome. She, awesome. she I ordered a, a martini up in the Meridian Bar. And she offered me a regular olive or a blue cheese stuffed olive. Oh, my God. Those are so good. I'm addicted. Good. She eats however, all my blue cheese. However, they weren't pre-made. You have to st- yeah. She stuffed my olives mm. for me. So well, nice. No, yeah. wait. The bartender says, would you like stuffed olives? And John says, yes. He said, well, I have to get the olive stuffer. And we figured, okay, William Sonoma, right? <laughs> you go get the olive stuffer. Well, the olive stuffer was this young lady with gloves. <laughs> <laughs> So when we get home, we're going to post a position for Dreams Unlimited Travel. <laughs> Olive stuffer needed. <laughs> Tiny hands. <laughs> Teresa and I have a server that we would oh, wait, like to take home. That's my rabbit home. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off their mics. <laughs> that's my rapid fire. Okay, here's my rapid fire. Um, a word of, well, actually, uh, uh, there's a couple things. Okay, first of all, I don't know about you guys, but the food on this cruise has been spectacular. I mean, really and truly, they have, they have really up, well, I mean, it always was on this ship, but I'm just saying that it's very much, they've really upped their game on the ship. Weren't you in Palo every night? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but I do want to talk about something that happened in Remy as a word of caution to those of you that may do it in the future. Um, It is, without a doubt, one of the best dining experiences you'll ever have. The food, the service, everything. Well, you know, Mom, Robin, uh, Walter and I had dinner up there the other night, and uh, 
the table next to us was, had just finished their dinner and uh, got their check. And I was seated in such a way that I could see this guy, you know, the, the, the husband. And I, I, I watched his face go sheet white when he opened up the bill. And he calls the waiter over and they're talking. And I couldn't hear what he was saying, but I could see the waiter saying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then I heard the guy say, are you telling me my bottle of wine was $2,850? Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because I had, you know, I had asked Walter, because Walter ordered the wine for our table. And I said to Walter, I said, this was before that, though. I said to him, you know, how much was that bottle of wine? He's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I used to keep up with stuff like that. But things are going really fast. I was like, do you want me to select a wine? And they're talking French and you can't understand what they're saying. So I said, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. But from now on, make sure French. you say, which wine did you pick out? And make sure you look at it on the, the menu. Cause well, uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of easy to miss the prices. But this guy, I mean, his wife came back. His wife was at the bathroom while all this was happening. Oh, no. And she comes back and sits down and he just said to her we're screwed <laughs> I mean I think it ruined I mean Anna, that's a vacation killer I mean yeah. really and truly so a word of caution you're eating at Remy pay attention it is kind of easy to miss the price on those menus again because you got the ambiance and there are distractions the lights are kind of low the print is kind of small um, pay attention because I had I said to Walter I said okay there are wines on that list that are like $4,500 somebody's but, mentioned to me that there's a wine on there that's 25000 yes, 25000 in the in the book they bring out the little book they the keep vault, in the bag the Remy the vault. vault yeah right so just a word of caution and while we're talking about hiring people I, I do want to congratulate Sean Thompson for being the newest member of our team Sean will be Sean um, will be working along with Corey on the Diz and helping us out in a number of areas. But uh, Sean's a great uh, web designer and uh, going to be helping us out in a number of areas. So welcome aboard, Sean. And I'll turn it over to you. All right. <clears throat> we went to Remy also. We didn't have twenty five hundred dollar wine. Uh, Remy now has a brunch. You've all heard us rave about the Palo brunch. I, we found out that this was the first cruise where Remy brunch was offered to the, the guests. The only other trip they've done where they had a Remy brunch was for executives. Well, we decided to give it a shot. Now, we were not the first people into Remy for brunch. That was Mary Jo and her very loud group that sat in the back room. <laughs> but... We uh, Remy is different. Remy brunch is different than Palo brunch in that it's not a buffet. It is a several course served brunch. We had seven or six courses and six glasses of champagne. The food was delicious, and we were toasted. <laughs> <laughs> we started with pata negra, which is a black pig and it's shaved like prosciutto but you have that while you're standing in the wine vault and they explain to you the different champagnes that you'll be having throughout the course of your meal after that we moved on we were seated and we were moved on to gnocchi chili which was a couple of little gnocchis on uh, a uh, with like red beans and toasted rice it was delicious 
Then we moved on to the thing that just shocked the daylights out of people. It was lobster, uh, two pieces of lobster, big, like a whole half a tail, in a pureed cauliflower with chili oil. Mm. When I have to tell you it was really good, you're just going to have to trust me. It was really, really good. We moved from there to sea bass on scrambled eggs with Thai sauce. How many of you in here were at brunch that morning? Was this the most delicious thing you've ever had in your life? It was incredible. Uh, There was then a piece of veal with a potato ball. And the gentleman, I can't do his accent justice. He had a very thick French accent. And he explained to us that there would be a surprise inside our potato bowl. And it was a little bit of the veal gravy. So when you opened it up, it was some veal gravy and some cheese, and it just sort of oozed all over your plate. And everybody was trying to see if they could get away with licking the plate without being obvious. (laughs) Kevin asked for six or eight to go. The The man said, can we get you anything else? I said, you know those little potato balls? Can you get like an order of eight of them? And the humor didn't translate. Uh... The final thing was uh, all the you can see the menu. It's design. It's described as chocolate. That was all it said. You're going to have chocolate, and it was this little square of different layers of different kinds of chocolate with a crispy chocolate bottom. Had a little gold leaf on it. That was good. It was about an inch and a half by an inch and a half, and it just sat in your bowl. And they came around, and Sean described it as they poured Swiss Miss all over your dessert. And it wasn't until you took a bite that you found out that that soup, the chocolate soup, had a little bit of chili powder in it. So the chocolate had a kick that might not sound good, but until you've tried it, none of us understood that it was going to be so good. This is a $50 brunch. It is $50 a person. You do get six glasses of champagne. And these were not sample sizes. As I said, we were toasted by the time we left. And they were wonderful. I won't go through all the different champagnes because I'm going to be honest with you. Champagne tastes like champagne. It can be whatever color it is. It still tastes like champagne. But we thought this was well worth it. It is not the buffet where you eat all you want. However, I can't imagine anybody came out of there without being stuffed full. Tell them about the bread. They started the meal, they brought out this tray, and they said, these are fresh slices of fresh baked brioche. And one is plain brioche, and one is truffle brioche. And then they brought out this... Truffle brioche. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They brought... (laughs) They brought out... Well, you know the old bell that was on the counter at hotels? They brought out this thing that looked like a hotel bell, and they set it down in front of William... And they, they put their hands on the cover, and it was one of these. <gasps> and the man says, this is butter. <laughs> it was a great presentation of butter. Then they bring you out a little um, bowl of Florida de sel, sea salt, from Normandy. And they suggest that you not only butter your bread, but you liberally salt it with Florida de sel. I'm sorry, if you're going to put brioche, butter, and salt in front of me, I'm done. What's the, good, we're good to go. Brunch is over. This is, uh, I imagine that you are going to be the first people that actually know about this. This was kind of a surprise. There seemed to be a brunch grapevine, which I don't know how it started. It started with Jeff Alves, I believe. And and Mary Jo. And they told people, and they told people, and they told people. So it was kind of this network of who found out about it. I can guarantee you, you used to think Palo Brunch was going to be hard to get. This is going to be tough, and you all know about it first. So I just wanted to say thank you. This was delicious, folks. And to let you know for your next cruise, you should give it a try. Awesome. Thank you, Kevin.
Walter. Mine's rapid. The internet on the ship sucks. <laughs> Ooh, didn't see that coming. <laughs> That's not how you described it to me. You said it was sucktacular. <laughs> suck-tac- say it. Come on, say it. It's sucktacular. <laughs> he spent That's he so spent wrong. two of the five days of this cruise in the room cursing at his iPad. <laughs> And smelling like vinegar. <laughs> but look how long but his hair has gotten. How, how great does his hair look growing and long? Yeah. Thank you, Walter. <laughs> You've got applause for something you have no control over. <laughs> <laughs> look how long my toenails are. He has crying? control over it. He could have cut his hair. Yeah, I'm not crying yet. No, I'm not crying. All right. Valentine. Y'all need to come by table 116 tonight and see yes. my head waiter. <laughs> He's adorable. Teresa and I are taking him home. And Grace. Grace was... Okay. He looks good coming and going. The Cougarlicious... <laughs> Cougarlicious couple down yeah. here. <laughs> But he was so sweet. Oh, here's where the tears come in. He was so sweet with the kids, was he not? He was. Oh, my God. (laughs) He'd make a a wonderful father. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He was adorable. Does Kelvin know you're looking to replace him? (laughs) No. (laughs) But he was, where's Rob? Rob knows. He was a cutie, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Ooh. Anyway. He was talking about him to me. Yeah. (laughs) He is. He's just, just, all of the wait staff have been amazing. Yeah. Just absolutely amazing. So, but special shout out to Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Okay, I. <laughs> we, Katie and I, my daughter Katie and I, got the opportunity to see the backstage areas of the ship before we got on. Katie has a good friend who's actually working on the ship, and we got to see the backstage areas and. I guess the easiest way to to talk about it is to say that if you've ever done a backstage tour at Disney World where, you know, like you've got the magic and the theming out front, when you go backstage, there's nothing. Mm -mm. And and the the part of it that, that caught me was as nice as all of our rooms are, you should see the rooms that the crew members stay in that... And they come out, and they're so happy, and they're so cheerful, you know? Like steerage, or what? I, I feel like I want to say thank you to every cast member, because they really go through a lot to, to please us. What goes on in these rooms? <laughs> no, I mean... Like, are they chained just, to the wall? They're just or? very tiny, very tiny rooms. I mean, very tiny rooms that these people stay in. And then, like, they all stay forward. And then their eating areas and stuff are in the back. And their smoking area, there's, you know where the Sorcerer Mickey is on the back of the ship? Mm -hmm. There's like little windows back there. That's their smoking area. But when you see like where their entertainment area is, they have, what what, what was it called? The lounge or whatever it was. Um, And they had a room for a DJ. And they're there, oh, we have all these parties in the DJ. That room was smaller probably than my room. Wait a minute. They so have... a big thank you, and I'm sorry to the crew members. Yeah, really. <laughs> so they have people entertaining 
The cast members? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, other cast members that closet, are act- apparently. that act as DJs and <laughs> stuff. And another thing that I saw backstage that we see a lot on the Diz is people say, well, you know, if you see a, a crew member that's gone above and beyond, is a phone card appropriate? And we were there about the time that, you know, everybody had pretty much left the ship, but all these crew members, they have, like, banks of phones, and they're calling back to their homes or whatever. They're charged for that. So, oh my gosh. you know, they, they have a, a phone card machine back there, but if, you know, phone cards are still appropriate if you see something. Good idea. And they, they do get computer time. It costs them um, 10 cents a minute to use the computer. And I asked, is their computers any faster than what we get? And they said, no, it's probably worse. They're being overcharged. Yeah. So. <laughs> so can you buy phone cards on the ship? Valentine needs one. <laughs> call Would your me. number or what? <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, just have them call collect. <laughs> so I said it was really awesome that the main, like going down the middle of the ship, it's what, I-95 is what they refer to, I-95. So it, it was really neat because I'm the person that's into the, the details. I like seeing all that. And then just moving on, we had a great time last night. We had about 15 people for our photo walk, and we walked around the ship. We walked up steps, down steps. We went to a lounge that I didn't know was there, but it's where they hold the AA meetings. So we got some great pictures from up there. It was great. It was nice hanging out with people. So that's my rapid fire. Awesome. Thank you, Kathy. All right. Thanks, everybody. Um, I have just some thank yous that we uh, we need to say. Uh, first uh, and foremost, uh, Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly. Um, what a spectacular presentation that was yesterday, and uh, I think I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of them on cruises and on the site. They were awesome and just amazing guys to get to know. The nicest guys. Uh, feel like we made new friends. We really do. So thank you to Kevin and Jody for taking time uh, to come join us. Uh, Kim Fields, Kimberly Fields, the ABD guide who did that great presentation uh, the other day. Um, Again, you've heard me say it a million times, the Adventures by Disney folks, they they find the the cream of the crop and she's just another great example uh, of that. Um, We have to thank uh, somebody who has uh, been our point of contact with Disney Cruise Line for all three podcast cruises so far. His name is David Gatson. Is he up there? Yay. There's David. Yay. You know, it, it's it's a it's a tough job he has trying to coordinate what we need and what the ship needs and making it happen, finding the venues, making sure everything and he's there every for every event to make sure everything runs perfectly. Just another example of great Disney service, and he's been fantastic for all three podcast cruises, and I'm anticipating for more if they don't promote them before then. (laughs) Excuse me. Also, I have to thank um, our Disney rep for Dreams Unlimited Travel, our actually our district sales manager, uh, Mary Ellen Klein, and she's around somewhere. I'll tell you that when we do things like this, uh, the amount of support that we get from Disney through Mary Ellen and um, John Smith, 
who's our sales uh, our, our sales rep, uh, is is phenomenal, and I'm so thrilled that Mary Ellen is here. It was supposed to be our rep, John Smith, but he had to have emergency surgery. So just keep good thoughts out for him. He's doing well, but uh, Mary Ellen joined us, and it's always a pleasure to have you, Mary Ellen. Thank you for coming. Um, Rob, Marks, Walter, and Teresa for those baskets that were in your room. Incredible, incredible good things. <laughs> I would clap, but I didn't get one. We realize that was an error now. And what was really great was that um, many people, I think pretty much everybody, came up and thanked me. And I appreciate the idea that you thanked us, Dreams Unlimited Travel, for providing it. But these guys really went above and beyond with putting all of those together and making sure they got in all of your staterooms. It was, it was fun. an incredible job. Thank you guys very it turned much. Out nice. <laughs> it was. Um, we also have to say uh, thank you uh, to John's assistant, Kathleen Bobbitt. Oh, yeah. Yay, Kathleen! Um, the amount of work she does behind the scenes. Um, helping make sure that the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and taking a lot of that stress off of John's plate is appreciated on many levels. So thank you so much, Kathleen. Now, what people don't realize is that Kathleen and Walter worked together for many, many years. And that's how we kind of found Kathleen is they've been friends for, God, 20-some-odd years. I tell people that they were in prison together. That's not the right... They both we, work for the Department of Corrections. Oh, that was probation. We did probation, probation together. We did probation together. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, she's been such a wonderful addition to the team and has been such a great help uh, to John. We wanted to thank you. And she's actually going to be taking a cruise uh, very shortly. With the end of July with her, uh, with her grandkids. So she's so excited about it. This was her first cruise. Yeah. Wow. Um, we also have to say a very special thank you to Tracy Heinrichs. For, you know, doing an amazing job helping everyone with their reservations uh, for this. Another big thank you we have to make is to Katie Whirling. Um, on every podcast cruise, Katie is here with us and she helps you know, with everything, everything, and never asks for anything. <laughs> she really does embody the very best of a Disney cast member, and she is a Disney cast member, and her, her energy and her passion and her love for, for Disney and all things Disney and doing stuff like this, I, I just can't thank you enough. You really are wonderful. <laughs> you really are wonderful. She's not my child, and I'm crying now. <laughs> um, I also want to thank uh, Ben and the folks in the IT department who have been phenomenal in helping us get set up for all our events, for this, for all of our breakout sessions. Uh, they, they were wonderful to work with. Thank you very much, guys. We really appreciate it. And last but not least, I want to thank uh, Sean Thompson and... Uh, William Rubenstein for helping out with handing out prizes and coordinating the buses and crowd control and um, again just you know volunteering out of the goodness of their heart and we do appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. So all right, let's um, let's go ahead and take uh, fifteen minutes. Uh, Ten minutes past. 
and uh, we'll be back with uh, Nancy. Natalie. Natalie. Natalie Bailey. <laughs> Natalie. I got Nancy on the brain. I can't yeah. help it. She's right here. Um, we'll be back with Natalie Bailey, the cruise director. So we'll see you in 15. All right. We are back um, and joined by our cruise director, Natalie Bailey. I, I know you're busy. Thank you so much for pleasure. Coming, sitting with our, us crazy people. Um, <laughs> I think the first thing I want to ask you is, is, and this has always gone through my head, what is the career path that you take to become a cruise director on a ship like this? Uh, good question. Very good question to get started. Um, well, a little bit um, of my background. I um, have always been interested in entertainment and studied dance, drama, and theater studies at university. And after I got my degree, I worked for an entertainment company back home in England uh, for about a year or so. And then after that, I joined Disney Cruise Line in 2005, and I joined as part of the crew staff team, uh, which do all the family and adult entertainment here on board, all the deck parties, uh, dance parties, bingo, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, then I moved up to a position called Entertainment Host, which was were one of the main hosts um, on board. And then after that, I moved up to Activities and Musicians Manager, and then I did that for a couple of years, and then moved into the Assistant Cruise Director role, and then moved into the Cruise Director role. And how long so, have you been doing that? I've been uh, the cruise, cruise director, director role. It's only been a couple of months now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Aw, thank you. And you started on the dream? I actually started on the Wonder. Um, I was doing the three, four-day product on the Wonder for about eight months, then transferred over to the Magic and was on there for majority of my time um, doing the Mediterranean season in 2007, then got to do the Panama Canal and West Coast in 2008. I know, very exciting. Um, then got to uh, go back again to um, the Med in 2010, doing the transatlantic crossings again. Um, and then did the transatlantic crossings last year, got to do Alaska for a bit last year. Wow. Came to the dream then for uh, Christmas and New Year's, then um, joined the fantasy in Germany earlier this year, got to open up the fantasy. Lord, woman. Then come back to the dream. So my life's been pretty exciting. I'm you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. I thought I traveled a lot. Wow. <laughs> so you have permanent sea legs. Do I? You must feel weird when you're not on on the ship, right? The strangest thing is when I go to bed at home. It's so bizarre. If I if I go home for the very first couple of nights, I'll be sleeping and I'll be like, okay, this is far too still. This is, <laughs> this is strange. Um, but I, I still get certain times when I'm uh, a little bit a little bit dodgy, I should say. Okay. Um, and that's been on um, a couple of our... Well, the first transatlantic, I think, was a little bit rough, but every other time it's been smooth sailing. I can't believe it. We've been pretty fortunate. Wow. Good. So, yeah. Now, take me through an average cruise for you. What what is your what do you do during the course of a of an average cruise? Um, I sleep, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <If> only. <laughs> um, no, basically, um, from Port Canaveral Day, um, start early in the morning, um, making sure that everything runs according to plan for our debarkation process, um, and then obviously it's a huge, huge operation, mostly from the um, hotel operation, but also just making sure that the the ship looks ready and clean and everything ready for our new guests to um, embark. Um, obviously, constantly 
constantly double checking the weather as well to ensure whether our parties are good to go outside or inside. Um, so making sure we have contingency plans for all of that. Um, obviously double checking with our Walt Disney Theatre team to make sure that all tech elements are ready to go for the shows. Um, so constantly just monitoring uh, the progress. Of course we have certain uh, show orders for our navigators but then as the cruise progresses certain guests may say oh can we add another showing of maybe Brave or can we do a different trivia so we're constantly tweaking that's why the navigators don't come out until the night before so that we can try and adapt to our guests for what they want um, but uh, yeah from, from day to day it's just constantly monitoring the guest flow seeing how the activities are running if there's a popular event maybe adding more of that um, and then obviously always constantly monitoring the weather to see how it goes for example in Nassau this cruise is a little bit overcast in the morning so we added in an extra Avengers in the morning um, just for those guests that were staying on board and uh, yeah just just getting on out there and enjoying it and of course checking about a thousand emails a day and <laughs> deleting them as we go <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking how many how many hours a day do you work um on average I work around about sort of anywhere between 12 to 14 hours wow. a day well. yeah wow but it's okay because at the end of my contract I get two months of doing absolutely nothing <laughs> that's great now, when is your when is your next contract? This contract up for you? Uh, this contract will finish in August. So August tenth, I'll be going on vacation for about eight weeks, and then returning in October. That's so, nice. yeah. And what wow. does a cruise director do on vacation? Um, my my main thing is going home seeing my friends and family Um, I like being a couch potato when I go home and just watching TV and catching up on movies this time um, I do actually like to do a lot of travelling as well and I'm very excited because I'm going to my number one destination that I've always wanted to go to this time and I'm off to Hawaii Um, so I'm off there for a week and then I go home um, and spending time with my loved ones and uh, yeah just, just relaxing I'm Winded and completely switching off from everything. Are you are you going to visit Alani? Um, yeah, in fact, one of my um, good friends works over in Alani, so uh, we're planning a little day trip. So I'm I'm going to Kauai, and then uh, maybe doing a little bit of a hop, skip, and a jump between the islands. So we'll see how it goes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Surprised Teresa doesn't have a question. I, I'm just sitting here trying to understand what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> She is speaking English. I would try and do an American accent, but she's my talking so fast. <laughs> 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 Shut her mic off. <laughs> what did we say about embarrassing us? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Really. You're like the crazy ant we lock in the attic. <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> My question, actually, you answered already, but what does something like the weather do when, when we have those storms one night during our cruise? Does that really throw you guys into a complete tizzy, or do you just have a backup plan in place? Um, that's, a, that's a great question, actually. Um, it, it does play a major part. Um, obviously, if it was bright sunshine all the time, then the cruise would, would run extremely smoothly, but... Obviously, being on a cruise ship, that doesn't always happen. Um, so the weather can play a major part of our scheduling process. Um, for example, last night with um, our fireworks and our big pirates party, um, I was constantly in contact with the captain to see how the weather was looking, checking the radars constantly, um, and also checking wind flow as well to whether we can actually do our stunts here on board um, or anything like that. So it does play a major, major part. Um, obviously, you may know, obviously, from the very first day, we had to take the um, 
deck party, the selling away party inside. So we had that indoor contingent, uh, contingency planned. So we are constantly always monitoring, but we always have backup plans to ensure that if, if something, if the weather is playing a major part on us, that we have a backup plan. We never, ever like to cancel an event. Hmm. Now, you were talking about the deck parties and the pirate party. Mm. Do you have input into how those parties are developed or... Do they just kind of hand you, this is what the party's going to be and your job is to make sure it all goes off? Uh, pretty much, yeah. They're created um, by our Shoreside creative team um, who put the parties together. Same with our Walt Disney Theatre shows as well. Um, we can put forward ideas that maybe we have or if, maybe if there are certain things that we'd like to tweak. But overall, you know, we have a specific team that uh, create all these fantastic parties for us and more often than not they're absolutely superb so we don't even need mm -hmm. to worry about touching them so and providing we have an amazing cast on board that can deliver the product it's it's great so we don't need to worry now have you done any of the uh, I guess you've done some of the longer itineraries you mentioned mm -hmm. um, do you find it easier doing you know let's say a seven or a ten or an eleven night itinerary versus the three and the fours or the fives um, each itinerary is very very different um, from a three all the way up to a fourteen which is, I think is the longest I've ever done um, looking back on the transatlantic crossings that we've done the the difference with those is that we have new programs that we add in um, going back to 2007 when I was an entertainment host for that first transatlantic cruise um, we had added in a program called um, I'm trying to think what it was called now it was a detective program um, Desperate Shipmates that's what it was called where um, it was it was almost like a murder mystery but it wasn't I, was anyone there for that transatlantic crossing? no? They did it on the Panama as well, absolutely. Yeah, we won't remember the costume that I wore for that. Um, <laughs> um, but so, I mean, it was so much fun because we got to learn uh, new scripts and new programs. And, and so it, the great thing with Disney is whichever itinerary you're on, whether it be a three, four, five, seven, ten, fourteen, 14, there's always something different. So if you've got the longer programs, then they add in, uh, sorry, the longer itineraries, then they add in different programs so that we're not repeating the same thing over and over again. And then likewise, obviously on a three-day product, we want to make sure that there's enough going on so that our guests get intrigued and then they're like, oh, maybe I will come back and do like a longer cruise. And then once again, there's something different so that our repeat cruises that keep coming back to us have something new to experience. I have a question. I finally thought of one. Um, I, t I thought I told you to turn her mic off. <laughs> Do I have to come up there? Earlier in our show, Kathy was telling us about her behind-the-scenes tour where she got to see uh, one of the staterooms that a cast member stays in. Are you all in tiny little rooms, or are there different... Does it get better by rank? Does it get better by rank? <laughs> um... Yes. <laughs> um, are you above the waterline? Is there anybody below the waterline down in Steerage? Absolutely. Or? Majority of our crew are actually below the waterline. We have a really? uh, majority oh. of our crew live in um, either on deck one or, or a couple of levels just below deck one as well. Majority of our... Are they in the water? Yeah. <laughs> below deck one? Deck zero. Yeah, they, they, they have to swim. No, they get a pool float. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, majority of our crew... Um, do live down on the lower decks um, they do have shared cabins um, and they are obviously looked after during the week just like any other um, crew member and then obviously our officer depending on how many stripes or as you were saying your rank that you have um, all depends on what you whether you get your own cabin and the size of your cabin and all that kind of fun stuff. So, um, And it differs as well between the classic ships and the dream class ships. So, for instance, when I was the activities and musicians manager on the um, Magic and Wonder, 
I was um, still in a shared berth, whereas over here with the, de um, the new design of our ships, they now have a single berth, but then they share a bathroom. So there's two rooms and then the bathroom in the middle, which is great. Um, and then obviously as you progress, you then can get your own room and then the rooms get slightly bigger. And I think that's been one of the things which has pushed me to advance <laughs> in my career, which you is great. that space. Exactly. I'm Every guessing you're not sharing a bathroom. I'm not sharing a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, me and the hotel director, James, were like, that. no, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't write that down. <laughs> We've all had situations where things didn't go as planned. Can you share with us a story when things just went awry? Um... I don't know about if there's been a, a thing where things have gone awry. I think f uh, following on from, you know, contingency navigators and all that kind of thing, I think the biggest thing is, for example, when maybe the wind is too strong or the weather's too bad and we can't dock in Castaway Key. And so immediately our day begins very, very early in the morning. We um, prepare a whole new navigator, um, making sure that obviously we have a prepared sea day full of activities, um, you know, making sure that the guests don't feel too down about missing the island. So I think that's probably... Probably the biggest thing I've ever really experienced here on board is just having to miss a port or um, I think one time a few years ago, it was during hurricane season as well, I was on the Magic and um, we were due to be doing, I think it was an Eastern Caribbean itinerary, but because of a tropical storm that was, was in the way, we then changed our itinerary and did a Western Caribbean run instead. So it was it was just completely changing the operation around and obviously ensuring that our guests were still happy and getting exactly what they wanted from their cruise experience. So I think that's been the main things. Now, you obviously get to meet thousands of guests over the course of, of, of what you do. Are there any experiences with guests that stand out in terms of, you know, a, a special moment, uh, uh, you know, a magical moment, as Disney would put it? Oh, my goodness. Um, there's There's been many, many, many a time and probably several per cruise as well. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a specific moment. Um, there was there was one time, and and I always remember it was I think four months after I joined the cruise line, and we were watching the Golden Mickey's, and I was on the Wonder, and it was the original version of the Golden Mickey's, and this little girl, she must have been about four years old, she came out screaming, she was she was in floods of tears, she was so upset, and we we just turned to her and we were like, are you, are you okay? What's wrong? And it was the part where Ursula comes out with the tentacles and she was she was livid. She was she was just so scared. She thought Ursula was actually on board and that she was going to attack and take over the ship. Oh my goodness, it was so sweet. And so we just took her and then and then we picked up her phone and we pretended to call backstage in the theater and we pretended to call Mickey and we were like, okay, Mickey, look, you need to help us out right now. Ursula's coming. She's ruined the show. We've got little Kelsey here who's so upset. Can you please can you please change this? Can you make sure that we have some nice people coming out? Maybe some princesses or something and then if you can make an appearance at the end that would be great so we sat there with her and then we, we were just chatting to her outside and we were like okay Kelsey you know so Mickey's going to try and work his magic right now he's going to see what he can do and so obviously we knew then as soon as Cruella had gone then the nice princesses were coming out and it would be a nice little on the original one we had Aurora coming out and doing a little song and then uh, the Lion King segment once again so then as soon as we could hear in the theater we were like um, okay, oh, hold on one second. And we had pages at that time. And I said, okay, Mickey's just paged me right now and it's all good. Um, he's got rid of Ursula. She's gone back to sea. So we went back in and she was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> it was so cute. So that was, I think, something special for me. 
been that early on in my career here. It was just, it was awesome to see that kind of magic and that belief. It was great. Now, have you have you worked for other, did you, have you ever worked for other cruise lines, or has it been Disney Cruise Line? It's been your. It has been Disney Cruise Line all the way. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Oh, I just lost the question I had in my head. Let me ask you about, um, we had somebody in our group that had a medical emergency. Is that something that you have to coordinate and get involved with, um, like dealing with the, the family that's still on the ship or, or all that? Um, with that particular incident, um, because there were children involved, um, we worked with our youth activities counsellors who we got involved to go and ensure that the children were taken care of while obviously the, the mom was taking care of the dad and etc. So from my part, that's the only piece I get involved okay. with. Yeah, Yeah, we were, had mentioned earlier how impressed we were with the staff's response, the crew's response mm-hmm. to that issue, including you know when the family had to get off the ship in Nassau and Disney sent cast members mm-hmm. with them to make sure that that you know their kids were taken care of, that she was taken care of. I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe other cruise lines do. I just I, I couldn't imagine another company doing that. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I just thought that was so above and beyond. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, we take our safety on board very, very seriously, and. And our guests as well are our number one priority. So, you know, whether they're on board or whether we need to assist them with getting back home, you know, we always make sure that our guests are taken care of first and foremost. Well, uh, and, and tell me if this is not something you want to talk about. It's okay. We can edit, edit things out. We're not live. Well, we are today. <laughs> <laughs> Just close. Um, you know, that, that night that, that that emergency happened, we heard a, a call for Bright Star. And can you tell us... What the what that I mean is it just a um, medical emergency? Well, or? we just we have certain um, certain signals here on board that obviously um, mean certain things, and it's so that our crew respond accordingly, depending <laughs> on which safety position that they have on board. So, okay. so we have certain messages for different things. Yeah. What's the message for free crews? <laughs> <laughs> we love Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> we love Natalie. Yay! Stay on next cruise. It'll be fabulous. <laughs> you guys are good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I have okay, I got another one. <laughs> Talking about the messages that come over, the, there was one one morning, and they said... No. We heard it. Exercise, exercise. Red panties, just, red panties. Red poppies. <laughs> red poppies. It sounded like red panties. Yeah. <laughs> what was, the, no, what was that one for? That happens on the Carnival cruise ships. That's not on oh, Disney. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that one. <laughs> no, that that's, was a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Um, no, that's actually one of our crew drill exercises that we have to do. So um, the red parties is one of those announcements oh, like Bright Parties? Stuff. Parties. Oh, oh we parties. thought it was poppies. Oh, it was poppies. Red okay. parties. Well, Nature Man thought it was poppies. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was pansies. <laughs> pansies. Oh, panties. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We have a guest. Well, she said that was carnival. <laughs> that long hair is in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then obviously them saying for exercise, for exercise, it means it's it's just yeah, a drill. That okay. part worried me, the exercise, exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, they're going to make me exercise. <laughs> Get up and out. You weren't doing jumping jacks? No. Oh. In your red panties. <laughs> 
I thought I had to we look for it. We, we like you. Down. We like you. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie's now one of us. <laughs> if this gig doesn't work out for you, come to work. I was going to no. say, it's been great being cruise director. I think I'm going to be finished by <laughs> Natalie's room just got smaller. <laughs> I'm going down. What about uh, anybody out here have a question for Natalie? Oh, good Ooh, question. Good question. Yeah, who, who's the most famous person that you've who's met? Who's the most uh, famous the person? Um, we've had quite a few uh, football stars, um, country singers, all of which pff, I have no idea who they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I would say probably um, my most famous that I was kind of in awe of was opening the fantasy when we had Bob Iger on board. That was that was awesome oh for me. Bob Iger and Tom Staggs was fantastic, so it was great to have. I that. mean, but you also had like were you at the uh, the christening in New York? Oh yeah, and we so had you had Neil Patrick Mike. Harris, yeah. you had Mariah oh, Carey, absolutely. you had Jerry Seinfeld, you had the amazing Miss Heather Headley. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got real gay when she came out <laughs> on stage. <laughs> and if you don't know who Heather Headley is, go by the original Broadway soundtrack of Aida, Elton John and Tim Rice. She, uh, she's the lead. She won the Tony for that role. And wow. She should be. She does, He's like doing statues. Like little... really? I am. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm cleaning up big time. I'm yeah. sorry. But, uh, I saw Heather Headley come out on stage. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. I keep feeling like this chair is going to collapse. I think my, <laughs> my fatness is destroying the furniture. So do you uh, know Valentine? <laughs> if you do, tell him to run. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Does anyone else have a question? <laughs> Help us. Jeff. Boy, that's a hard act. <laughs> uh, just wondering, uh, in terms of when you have to make last-minute changes like you did on Embarkation Day and you did the show inside, um, and just walking through that area, obviously it's a very small area and you have performers up on the stairs and whatnot. How does that get rehearsed, considering the fact that the ship never stops Absolutely. Um, that's a great question, actually. And um, our cast that you see in the Walt Disney Theatre, um, they are in Toronto for anywhere from two to three months at a time, depending whether we're opening new shows or anything. So um, they do a lot of their rehearsal process up there. They talk through contingencies. For example, our Mickey's Pirates Party, our Sailing Away Party, they go through all of those kind of contingencies. Um, and then there's a certain break on a Port Canaveral day. So majority of our guests um, are off by 9.30, absolute latest. And then our next guests don't really embark until 11, 11.30. So we've got um, about an hour, an hour and a half window where we can do um, contingency rehearsals, whether it be up on the deck, if we've got um, a new performer going in, um, one of our hosts needs to um, do blocking and that kind of stuff. So we have a certain time where we can um, do rehearsals up on the deck stage or in the atrium without impacting our guest experience. So yeah, great question. Great question. Who else? Nancy. 
Lust. Go ahead. (laughs) How else besides the little surveys we're going to get tonight at dinner, how else can we make good comments to help those cast members um, that we feel are so strong in their positions? Absolutely. That's a great question. And and to be honest, that comment card is the number one key. Those comment cards, um, we they all get scanned, every single one of them, and they all come through to us usually by one o'clock tomorrow. So we already have them, all of our leaders here on board, as well as all of our Shoreside partners. And we read every single comment, um, maybe uh, the challenge, um, any challenges that you've had, as well as the positive feedback as well, because that's how we get to improve upon our product. Um, but also as well, I think... I think it's truly helped me with my progress within the company because of all the great feedback that I've been given from our guests. You know, it, it goes high to the leaders, Shoreside, um, and even to, to my boss, Jim Murray, as well, Shoreside, who sees that there is a particular cast member who is constantly going above and beyond for our guests here on board, and then they want to recognise that and promote that. We are we are huge on recognising our team here on board and promoting from within. So that that comment card is number one. It's the, it's the best resource we have here on board. Um, um, and then also we do have guests that write letters as well, uh, maybe to our offices in celebration, um, as well as maybe um, writing letters and leaving it at guest services. If they, if maybe there is something they want to say about entertainment, then obviously it goes to guest services to come straight to me. Likewise, if there's something about your staterooms or your dining teams, that goes to the hotel director. But yeah, that, that comment card is number one. It gets read by everyone. Yeah, you can... Absolutely. Um, if you need additional uh, comment cards or anything, then you can pick those up from guest services. And maybe if you're like, this this comment card isn't big enough, I've got so much to write here, um, then all you need to do is just get some paper and put it in with a comment card and just make sure to attach it, put your stateroom number on it, and then once again, that will be read. Absolutely. Awesome. Good question. Well, I, I, I know how busy you are, and I really appreciate you taking time to come and talk to us today. Nat- Natalie Bailey, everyone. Aww. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to say, though, I'm, uh, I'm going to laugh every time I hear now for exercise, for exercise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, You've Natalie. you for her. I know, I'm not going to be able to do a crew draw properly again. <laughs> say, say parties. Parties. See, it's parties. I'm done. <laughs> She's had that fan next to her ear for the whole cruise. (laughs) She's going to cause an international incident. (laughs) All right, we are going to just take a quick five minutes so that the uh, Disneyland team can come take their spots up here again. Thank you so much, Natalie, for joining us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Cars Land Cruise 3.0. Yay! I'm Tom Bell, your Disneyland host. Over to my right, Tony Spatel. Dis, Dis Board's moderator, Mary Jo Mulata-Willie. To my left, Wayne Toygo. And on the end, Nancy Johnson. And like they were saying, this is really weird because we record via Skype and we don't see each other. So one, it's weird seeing each other. Very. Two, it's weird being dressed while we record. <laughs> 
it's usually bedtime Sunday nights. Yeah. Pajamas, man. Three, it's weird actually having more than two or three listeners. I don't uh, well, <laughs> actually, I think most of them are plugging their ears, so we, deal, so we still only have two or three listeners. We still have our average. Um, we're just going to talk about the cruise a little bit. Uh, we have a couple new cruisers. Wayne, what, do you, what are your first impressions? This was the first Disney cruise that I was ever on. The last cruise that I went, and I've only been on a couple others, was over 10 years ago. And cruising has changed a lot since. Um, there is a lot more activity than I was ever used, uh, than I was prepared for. I was totally ready to do a standard Disneyland, Disney World kind of preparation for this and getting out my schedule and everything and found out very... Color-coded color spreadsheet? The, uh, absolutely. <laughs> With time schedules as best I could and, you know, activities planned for every day and very quickly realized there is so much going on here. You never have to worry about something to do. And I think that was the biggest surprise for me. And sleep who needs sleep. <laughs> Tony, this is your first cruise, or your first Disney cruise, and your first cruise in quite a long time. Yeah, about 13 years, and cruising has changed a lot, like uh, Wayne said, and um, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I hear you. I'm not leaving. This is the best vacation I've ever, I've ever had. How, how's your son liking it? My son um, loves it, and I know uh, some people, yeah, he's, he's, he's just pushing turned me. 11. He, ju he turned 11 on the cruise, which was awesome, and um, yeah. oh. Great. Of course, he's not here, but well, I'll tell him, hey, the They're cloud the for beach. you, Andrew. Um, he, second day, you know, Dad, if you book another cruise now, you get 10% off and a $200 <laughs> shipboard credit. Say, like, okay, I, I know Andrew. He's the best salesperson there is. And um, what's interesting is being, a, he's a tween, and um, well, he just turned a tween. And what's cool is how we're both able to do stuff and enjoy it together. When we did, you know, the, the golf and we did shuffleboard and, and going to eat and things. And then he gets his time and I get my time. And it's great. It's great. Like I said, I am not leaving. Nancy, how are the, how are the girls enjoying the clubs? Well, it's been really interesting because we were prepared. You know, they've been talking up the clubs for a year and a half now since the last podcast cruise. And day two, day three, oh, we want to be with you guys. I'm like. Okay. No, no, I wasn't no, prepared no. for this contingent. <laughs> so that's probably my big, one of my biggest pieces of advice for parents who think, oh, I'm just going to send my kids' club off, and kids off to the club, and I'm going to get my nice time to relax and read. Ian's been having a really hard time finding that book, that book in that uh, lounge chair somewhere. Wow. It's, um, but it's been good. It, they've really enjoyed what they've done. My, my son was so excited. He is eight, almost nine, and has been studying the deck plans for months. <laughs> On the way, on the drive down to the airport, we put on the 2011 Dream Review podcast that the Orlando team did, and of course they start out with, this was wrong, this was wrong, this was wrong, before they got to this was right, and he's like, turn it off, they're saying bad things about the dream. <laughs> but, you know, we had, we've done, they've done like four cruises before this, so he spent, I don't know, maybe 21 nights on the magic and the wonder combined, and knows those ships like the back of his hand. Well, now he's eight. He, we could give him permission to check himself out. And we're like, oh, we don't know if we want to do that on the dream. But he's been so responsible. Uh, the first night, we were still in the bar. And he checked himself out, went down to the room, and we weren't there. 
And he's like, uh, then he was a little nervous, went up to guest services, said, you know, can you call my dad? So I get a call. Well, no, first they tried my wife and she didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> then I got a, I, the phone ring. It said GS something in my guest service. Uh-oh. And they're so, well, they're, well, we're so glad you answered. I'm like, uh-oh. We have Wesley down here. He's, you know, wanted to know if you could come pick him up. Okay, good, no problem. So, you know, come pick him up. But Pat, then, of course, the lesson was dial 7 and our room number, and you can find us. He's having a great time. They're at the lab till midnight every day, and he's enjoying himself. It's funny you mentioned lab at midnight. My son has come in later than me every night of the <laughs> cruise. And, uh, and luckily, there's not been any... Any of those. I haven't seen any room charges for drinks that you shouldn't be drinking or smoothies or anything like that. But um, it shows that as a tween, he's, push, he's trying to push the responsible envelope. Well, can I, I want to be on my own, but I still want to know where you are. And I've been, one of the reasons I'm enjoying this so much is that he's had the ability to be on his own, push the envelope. And I know that he's not going to go anywhere and nothing right. bad's going to happen. It's a safe way. Whereas at home... Okay, no, check in. It's the comfort of Disney. It's the comfort of Disney. And knowing that, you know what? He's getting back at one every morning. It's fine with me because he's on a Disney cruise. And he's enjoying himself. And he's getting to be responsible, but still in a safe and fun environment. And the fact that he's wanting to stay out till one, doing all the great activities they have. Speaking of staying out till one, Mary Jo. (laughs) (laughs) One is too early. The the friends that I've been coming with... um, this is our third cruise together. There's a tradition that was started on the first cruise uh, by Mr. Chris Sada down there that we have to be, well, should I even tell it? Because then, okay, well, there's... It's too late. <laughs> You've got a microphone well, and a yeah, light in front sorry, of you. Guys. You must tell We truth. have to be the absolute last people in evolutions or whatever the adult place is. Um, not that we're challenging anybody, but we're the absolute last ones in the cruise. Yeah. And I think we're doing that at dinner, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're, we're the last ones. In but the it's, it's, a, it's a fun tradition, and we play a lot of trivia, and we are the winners. Um, they get to know us. Simon, he's uh, become our friend. I think he's afraid of you. <laughs> I, I want to be Simon, Tom knows. I want to be Simon's awesome. But anyway, it's, uh, we, we have a wonderful time on the cruise. Has anybody done any of the excursions? Yeah, that, that was uh, where, where I tried to go wrong was trying to book too many of those. Um, but there are a lot of fun ones out there. Um, the one on Castaway Key in particular, they're pretty varied. You can go full, full force and do some of the ones that are really exotic, really unique. But the simpler ones, believe it or not, are almost, they're, they're definitely just as fun. But you might be surprised at how much fun there are. I got one of the simple castaway key packages um, that just, like, includes a bicycle. And you would think bicycling around the island, you know. But the way they've set it up, it's really nice. The bikes are very simple. They're the old-style, you know, single-gear bikes with the backwards brakes and the big puffy tires. But it makes it easier to ride around in. They have a really nice bike trail that you can go on. It's so simple, and it takes you out to the island where there's a three-story observation tower that you can see all of Castaway Key on. It's great for pictures. That takes you all the way out to Serenity Bay where they have uh, another restaurant area that's really nice, and it's an alternative to the other place. 
But along with that same package, you also get snorkeling. And if any of you have done snorkeling before, if you've ever been curious about it, this is like this is like exploring for adults. Only kids can do it too, and they're of course going to really love it. But what they've done is just off the beach, they've hidden things in the bay underneath. So you swim around with your little mask and your fins, and every once in a while you'll come across like some sunken pots where the fish are gathering or an anchor, and the farther out you go, the more stuff you find, and the goal here, and it's pretty easy to do, is there's a hidden Mickey statue underneath, and also a hidden Mickey mini statue, and that's just great. Uh, it's little stuff like that that made those kind of excursions really cheap, too, and really, really fun. Fun to do. I had a I had a blast doing stuff now, like now, that. Now, Tony, I understand you won money at Atlantis. Oh, yes. Um, I did well. Well, were we talking about the good of Atlantis or the other, the unplugged part of Atlantis? Well, um, Wayne and I went, and my son went to Atlantis because the commercials look amazing to go on the the greatest water park ever, and um, it's just not Disney. And we, it's it was great. It was crowded because there were four ships, so that was one thing I noticed. Um, but it wasn't Disney, and you could tell. And being in the Disney universe. It's hard when it's not Disney, and there's a few injuries that w that happened. Not not major injuries, but it made me realize that when I'm out of the Disney universe, I'm not as happy or as comfortable. It's it's not Adventures by Disney to be sure. No, and and being in let's face it, a foreign country here, uh, although very English speaking, there there's some different laws. There's some different safety issues, and something that you may want to be aware of. I think all of us sustained a little bump or a bruise or whatever. Yeah, all three. And part of that mm. part of that makes it a bit thrilling. The water park is amazing, but. I don't think it would fly over here in the U.S. No, and one thing just to let, to, if anybody hasn't been to Atlantis or the listeners that know is that their lazy river isn't lazy, it's rapids, which is awesome. We're all, oh, this is great. We had big smiles on our face, and then I got knocked over and hit in, my head in the wall, and then Andrew got knocked over and hit his head in the wall. But one thing, sense. yes, but, um, oh, so I got sense when I got knocked in. No, it wasn't hard enough. Um, but um, one thing to know, just as a little tip, is be, the way the currents go with kids Sometimes Wayne would be way over there, and then Andrew would kind of be, and Dad, where are you? So if you have a small kid, when you're used to Lazy River and Typhoon Lagoon and um, Blizzard Beach, it's different. And if you had a smaller kid, they might kind of start floating off. And it's something to consider when you're going there, just that it's not, it's not Typhoon Lagoon and it's not Blizzard Beach. But I did win uh, $30 because as we were walking out, and you know Wayne's not a, I love Vegas, um, I have a problem. And so as we're, as we're um, walking in, I see the casino, no, I'm here for Andrew, we're gonna go to the water park. And then as we're leaving, Wayne's like, you got 10 minutes. Okay, 10 minutes, all right. So 20 bucks and I won 30, so that was very exciting. That was very exciting, $30. And especially it's cash, because you know, there's no cash anywhere once you get on the ship, so. So you apply that to your account? Uh, I will, because I bought payment, a lot of merchandise. Yeah, down payment on another cruise, exactly. <laughs> Let's go down the table. What, Nancy, what's your favorite thing this cruise? I think our dining experience has been really, really nice this cruise. It's um, been varied. There's always something we've liked. Um, we've made sure that the kids weren't 
100% macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. If we've had, you know, wanted to try the little extra things, like last night I wanted to see what their fried okra was like, even though I was getting the macadamia nut and crusted halibut, or mahi-mahi, I'm sorry. Wasn't um, that wonderful? Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Any kind This is coming from the person that thought parties was panties, so you see what she thought was <laughs> nasty. Anything, <laughs> if you slap macadamia nuts yeah, on exactly. it and crust it, I'm, I'll eat it. Anything. I will go on record as saying that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, live show, live show. Okay. And uh, but I mean, they weren't had no problem bringing me the side dish from the right. other entree, yeah. just so I could try a little bit of it. So I mean, it's just been great. And the magic tricks, Estewar can do magic tricks like you would not believe. They get magic tricks. Oh uh, my our god, server we got doesn't magic do magic tricks. tricks. He was great. Wait, excuse us? Well, especially since Zoe's ta- Zoe has a magic class this summer in her in her school care program while we're at work. And so she's been, like, eagerly practicing every single trick he's taught her so she can take him back to school and impress her friends. It's been kind of fun. Wayne, what's your favorite thing, Miss Cruz? Without a doubt, Pirate Night. Um, this, is, this was not just a night for the kids. This was definitely an all-family, all-visitor uh, activity, and it was, it was all night long. I love the dress-up aspect of a lot of the holidays, Halloween, a lot of them, and I had heard that many of the cruisers like to get in full pirate garb. Well, this was a challenge to me, so I totally went full bore. And How much it was, did you spend? A lot of it was put together by myself, which is part of it. I love putting together my own costume. And I saw, I was certainly not alone. There were quite a few guests in full garb. I saw one or two Jack Sparrows. And that makes it fun. But the show that they put on that night from the the stage show that they do out by the pool stage and the fireworks, I mean, what cruise ship, and the answer is no other cruise ship, can do fireworks off the ship. That's just amazing. I had such a great time, and that one, that one was over the top for what I was expecting. Excellent. Tony? Hey, well, I'm going to do a uh, Nancy Rev fire and do two. Can I do that? <laughs> Thanks, Nancy. I'm so Forgive me the... Okay, I'm um, glad I set precedent for you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I wanted to um, say... Is, is it a thing that makes you go, hmm? Oh, yeah. I did a little karaoke last night. You, you, you. better explain that one. Uh, yeah, I did uh, CNC Music Factory, if anybody remembers them, things that make you go, hmm. And that's a lot faster rapping than I ever thought it was going to be, so I was out of breath. And he but, did the running man. Oh, yes, I did do the running man. Um, and that's what I love about the cruise is I can, it gives me an opportunity to do the running man. Really, that's the whole reason I'm here. But um, as someone who comes from Disneyland, and um, that sounds strange, but um, from the West Coast, and as my son has said, I want to go on another cruise. I want to go on another cruise. I want to go on another cruise. I said, well, you know, if we come out here, we might not go to Disney World. I don't care. That tells you how amazing this experience is. I don't need to go to Disney World. I just want to go on the cruise. You get the best of both worlds. And I'm planning on flying out to come to a cruise and then going back. Not saying, well, I'm coming all the way from the West Coast. It's worth it. I think it's worth it. But my thing is service. The level of service here is amazing. And... I know our, our stateroom host, she's awesome and amazing and friendly and a nice person and does great things. And just to show that I'm directionally challenged, so as I went out here to try to go to the bathroom, this happened five minutes ago, um, I got lost, of course. And um, I tried to open the door to the theater, and I accidentally was opening the door to the crew entrance only. 
and to show their service, the guy held the door for me. Like, I, I'm not supposed to be going in there, but he held the door for me, and I went, well, that, that's the level of service. Oh, you're, you're the guest. And it's just amazing. The level of service is outstanding. Mary Jo, what's your favorite? I've... Other than Remy. Well, no, no, no. I'm going to talk a little bit about Remy, really short, even though Kevin did a review, but I've got two. <laughs> You're so mean. Short like your castle? <laughs> the castle? Oh. Okay, guys. Don't. No. Come on, boo. Boo. The short, our castle is perfectly sized. It is. For our park, it's perfect. <laughs> now I know why you guys are sitting down there and we're up here. Yeah. Walt was very happy with our castle. He was. That's right. Thank you, Carol. Um, on the first day, Jeff and I had gone upstairs and he wanted to show Remy's to me. And so we snuck in, and as soon as we saw the sommelier, Florian, we tried to sneak out real quickly before he could, you know, scold us or something. But he invited us in and gave us a tour of the restaurant and then told us about this new thing they were starting, which was the brunch. And he invited us to, to partake in it. And we already had reservations for Palos. So it took us about three seconds. We looked at each other and said, oh, yeah, we got to do this. So we came down and talking to some of our friends, um, our group of three with Val ended up being a group of eight with the Nether people and the Hollands and Joyce and um, Shelly. And we enjoyed our, our it was such a, a delicious event. It was so good that we enjoyed it. We wanted to come back and do it again. We enjoyed it so much. And they told us that they only do this particular brunch on five night cruises and on sea day. And how cool was it that we were able to do this? We were the very first group to do the very first brunch. And they're so professional. I personally couldn't have told, I, I couldn't tell that it was their first time to ever do this. They oh, uncovered the dishes with a flourish. The timing was perfect. The food was delicious. Our server, Matilda, she um, translated. She spoke such, with such a good French accent. But because Mike had such a strong Texas accent, she, she gave us the Southern drawl. Uh, she, she, she spoke in American, Southern, as well as French. It was, it was amazing. Um, the other, my other high point was I had come on this cruise um, thinking that I was going to get sun and stuff, and of course we didn't get that. But it didn't matter because I am a dizzer. I'm going to get all Teresa on this. <laughs> but I'm a dizzer, and... to come with my friends and have the fun that we could have. Oh, and no. that Dreams gives us the opportunity to come here and just enjoy ourselves with such a great venue. It's just perfect. To me, that tops everything. Yeah. That's everything. And I have a good friend. I think just adding to what Mary Jo was saying, my favorite thing about cruising is being part of a group. Here we're with 400 of our closest friends. But if you're not on a podcast cruise, go to those cruise line boards on the Diz boards. Talk to the people that are on your cruise. Make Schedule a meet. Meet people. Uh, do the fish extenders. I see threads on, on the cruise boards, people asking, can I get a table for just me and my family? 
don't do that. Meet new people. We, you know, yeah. last podcast cruise we met a family and we still talk to them. This cruise we have a great uh, family that we're we're sitting yeah. with. Meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I I got to end with this. Um, whether it be the cruise line, whether it be Disney World, whether it be Disneyland. For me, Disneyland Disney is for sharing. Share it with others, and and have a great time as a group. Yeah. And we're good. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we are back, and uh, thank you to our Disneyland team. That was awesome. I'm and very impressed. That was their first time together and in front of a crowd. And in front of an audience. And they, you know, they really... And uh, we know how tough that is, believe me. But, you know, I, I, I've said it on the show, I, and I mean it sincerely. The amount of work those guys put into their show uh, is phenomenal. And even if you're not planning a trip to Disneyland, it's a great show to listen to. Uh, they have a, a wonderful rapport. Mm-hmm. It's even though there's a there's a similarity in our formats. They have their own show and they have their own style and they have their own energy. I love listening to it. If you haven't listened to it, give it a try. They really are a wonderful group of people. I'm so thrilled and proud to have them with us uh, here on the ship and just in general. Thank you guys very much for that. And now you know they don't wear clothes when they record. You yeah. Can kinda yeah. Imagine. <laughs> So now I got like Wayne yeah. in a thong. <laughs> we wish he wore a th- thong. That's it's really scary. No, Tony wishes he wore a thong. Um, all right. Stop. Uh, no, yeah, really. <laughs> this is going dark fast. Um, let's give away some stuff. Yeah. And you have to be here to win. Are you ready? We will start with a. $100 Disney gift card. Ooh, you can pay off your bill. Gretchen? <laughs> okay, you can Hold pay on. off some of your Hold bill. Um, Gretchen O'Hare or O'Hare? Is she here? Is she here? Oh, okay. Uh, there you are. <laughs> you can stay up there. We're just going to keep your name here and we'll settle up your bill later. Yeah, I want to hear some excitement when you win these things. <laughs> Yeah, I thought she wasn't here. Another $100 Disney gift card? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of our team. Was it me? No, no it wasn't. Um, Tessa Anderson. That, oh, she's not here. That's Liz's daughter. Oh, she gets her $100 she gets gift okay. card. To her. Yeah. But let's draw another one. Let's draw another one yeah, as we'll well. Yeah, another one. Casey Bowden or Bodden? Yes, somewhere. Is Casey here? All right, oh. you can accept in her, on her behalf. Okay. <laughs> Fast and loose with the rules. All right, and then this will be one last $100 Disney gift card. Donald Overton. Yeah. Now, John had asked me if I wanted to give away something between this and the, the big prize. And I'm sitting here thinking, what do I want to 
What do I want to give away? What's in the prize matron right now that would be fun to give away? That's not as big as the big prize. Because the big prize is pretty big. Pretty, pretty damn big. Um, what about... What about seven days, six nights at a moderate resort with dining? Awesome. That's big. Yeah? All right, let's see who it is. Wow. All right. Kenneth Liebel. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and the big prize. Two people will join us on the Spirit of America Adventures by Disney next May. Wow. Before we give this away... When we get home, send the winner, send me an email, Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel, and we'll set it up. This was John's idea, so thank him. All right. Who's it going to be? He had been drinking. <laughs> Skip Potter. Oh! Oh, there he is. Yeah. Yay. Potter. Hey. Now he's going to have to pick one of his parents. Oh, oh it's, it's like, like Sophie's oh. choice. Okay, it doesn't have to be a parent then. That's right. No, it could be. Yeah. Pick a table name. Oh, you're going to have all kinds of friends for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations, everybody. Um, this really has been uh, a spectacular uh, cruise for us. I'm really hoping that you guys uh, enjoyed it. it, it I'm, I'm really excited that we're doing another one in six months. He's not. But, I mean, and on the list of thank yous, I have one more that I have to make. Um, and we try and make sure I, I say it every time we do something like this because it's heartfelt this could not come together without John. Yeah. True. There you go. Wow. He works, uh, he, he works so hard at putting these together. All the special events we do, whether it's the podcast cruises or the uh, Dizzapalooza parties, the Harry Potter party last, uh, last December. Um, and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress. But he, abs he, really, he, he won't admit it. He loves it. He loves doing it. Um, it's something that takes him out of the, the grind of his day-to-day -day with dreams. I mean, he has to handle a lot of day-to-day -day stuff because God knows I'm not doing it. <laughs> and so, you know, and that's where, where Kathleen has been such a huge help for him in helping put that stuff together. And, and uh, you know, he just does such an amazing job with it. When I said, I don't know how many years ago it was, I want to do a podcast cruise, I didn't never imagined it would be like this, and it is because of him. So thank you very much, John. Thank you to my team for everybody pitching in and doing, a, doing your piece and uh, helping us put this together and 
It's, it's just been awesome. It's just been awesome. I really do have the best job in the world. Thank you very much for that. Hope you enjoy the rest of the cruise, everybody. Thank you. We'll see you next time with another episode of the Dis Unplugged. Please remember, stay out of the damn lakes. <laughs> That could have been ugly. <laughs>